Welcome to Reviews by Jay, the podcast bringing you weekly episodes highlighting the latest movie, television, and musical theatre reviews, as well as my thoughts and opinions on everything you need to know about the screen and theatre in Australia. I'm Jay Antonio, let's get started. Good day everyone, this is Jay Antonio, welcome back to Reviews by Jay, I am Jay Actually, technically, my real name is Julian. That's the fun fact for this episode. I just go by Jay Antonio online because I think it sounds more brandable. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. We're, we're, I don't even know what episode number we are up to at this point, but I am going on a roll. I feel like I could be doing this for the rest of my life. I probably won't be. Um, but look, thanks so much if you've listened this far. I really, really appreciate that. And you. For this episode, I am so excited to be talking about Uncharted. I don't know if you can tell, but I am hyped right now. I saw Uncharted last night, starring Tom Holland and, of course, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Antonia Banderas, Sophia Ali, and let us just talk about Tati Gabrielle. Like, girl, like, go off, sis. Like, you were incredible. And I'm going to fangirl for a little bit here. So I was such a fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch growing up. And I'm going, of course, already. Here we go. Let's jump straight on in. But I was such a fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch growing up that when they announced, when Netflix announced that they were creating a new version of it, like the chilling adventures of Sabrina based a lot more on the comic books that it's from. It's Archie Comics. If you guys have seen Riverdale, it's very much down that alley of just weird sort of dark comedy, dark drama. Love it, right? So when they announced that they were doing that, I was like, yeah. And when I started watching it, the bully of the show, I guess, I guess technically, the bully witch, was played by Tati Gabriel, and I became obsessed with her. And then when I saw her in the trailer for this movie, I knew I had to go and see her, because honestly, she is just phenomenal. I think she is witty, she's sexy, sexy, she's just like a stunning person and a brilliant actress. I, I just loved her sort of, I don't even know what to say, like dark sort of comedic action-packed kind of, <laughs> I can't even speak right now. I'm, I'm speechless. I just loved her so much. Now, of course, um, as you guys know from tuning into the last couple of episodes, we review movies based on five points, storyline, music, acting, effects, and editing. And let me just tell you, this movie is wild from start to finish. Now, I say it's wild from start to finish, except the biggest thing that I found that I struggled with in this movie, if I'm going to jump straight into that section, is just the pacing felt really, really off. And that's my only sort of major complaint about the movie. I feel like the opening was fantastic. Now, I'm not giving anything away by um, by doing this, but if you do like not want to know how it opens or you want to go and see it first and then check this review out, absolutely go and do that. But for this one, it opens with the plane scene. Um, if you've seen the trailer, Tom Holland's character, Nate Drake, is falling out of a plane. Um, and it opens with that. And I thought it was fantastic. And then, kind of before that wraps up and before you kind of see the outcome of that, it snaps back 15 years to when they were kids, him and his brother. So... The opening was fantastic. However, I must sort of jump straight into this part by saying from there, quite literally nothing happened at all for about maybe half an hour. Then there was like a really cool, almost attempted heist scene in a museum at an auction. And then again, it was like a half an hour sort of nothingness after that. And I was like, okay, guys, the pacing is really off in this movie. About an hour and maybe an hour and 10 minutes into the movie, because it's about a two hour movie. So about an hour and 10 minutes in, the action started to sort of be a little more consistent. But for the most part, I think 
I just had a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I, I just sat, kind of sat there like going, <gasps> and yay, like in this <laughs> cinema, I took my parents to see the movie. So it was fun. But quite genuinely, I'm that person. Like when I get really into a movie, like I'm quite audible about it. Now I'm not annoying. I'm not going to like shout at the screen unless it's a Marvel movie, like with the rest of the audience. But yeah, I was just, there was one part that really kind of just shocked me. It wasn't even scary in the slightest because I love horror movies, right? Like slasher movies, bring them on. But there was one part that I just had a little bit of a jump at something and I audibly was like, (gasps) in the cinema, I did a big gasp and it was really embarrassing. Um, There was a few turned heads, but (laughs) but yeah, it was really, really good. So why don't we start by jumping into the review part? It's review time. I am so excited to bring you this review. So um, for those of you who don't know, Uncharted is a game. (laughs) It's a video game. And I've actually never played it myself, but I'm actually going to definitely be taking a look at that now. I've seen this movie. The main reason I saw this movie was, of course, for Tom Holland, who, again, for those of you who know me, I'm obsessed with Tom Holland. I love Spider-Man. He's definitely one of my favorite, if not my favorite, superhero. I love Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and, of course, Tom Holland's iteration of Spider-Man. I just was obsessed with it. But the main part I was excited for was Tati Gabriel. And I'm just, I hope I'm saying your name right. If I'm not, I'm so sorry. Not that I would expect you to hear this, but, you know, here we are. Um, So those two characters for me were really sort of the driving force behind why I was so excited to see this movie. Funnily enough, I couldn't stand Mark Wahlberg's character. I don't know if, like, his gameplay, like, alter is the same, but Victor Sullivan was, like, Sully, the character of Sully was so unlikable. And there was almost, almost zero like redeeming qualities about him. Uh, truly, I just couldn't deal. I, it was one of those kind of like Dear Evan Hansen moments where he wasn't a villain at by any means, like at all, but he kind of he kind of was, and there was just no redemption for him. There, there wasn't like a story arc redeeming him in any way. So I kind of have to, you know, put that down a little bit. And I think hopefully in the sequel, if we get a sequel, because, you know, there is an after credits, by the way. So stay for that because the after credits obviously set up that sequel, but I won't tell you what's going on. I actually have no idea, but apparently it's based on one of the games. I don't know. So yeah. So overall, I think the actual movie itself was fun. Uh, it was a fun movie. As I said, the pacing was weird. So it kind of had some slow moments where I was like, I really wish something more was happening. And the other thing was at the really start of the movie, I actually had trouble understanding them. And it's not like I was in some terrible cinema. I was at Hoyt's Lux at Entertainment Quarter, if anyone wants to know. But yeah, as I said, for this one, I just, it was like they were mumbling at the start. The audio was a little strange. And I know from experience that the cinema was not the issue. So I'm just wondering if, you know, if that was the case. Um, Not that I'm hard of hearing, but I do I do love watching things with captions on for that exact reason. And I really could have used captions at the start of this movie. I had no idea what was happening, what was even being said a lot of the time. So the actual plot of the movie is, of course, you have two characters. Now, again, I'm going to talk about the movie. I don't know about the game. Um, So if I get something wrong, uh, (laughs) forgive me, don't come for me. But you've got Nate Drake and Victor Sullivan, who are unlikely, are an unlikely duo that have to find some treasure that is buried. Now, There is a whole sort of subplot with Nate's brother, which is quite an interesting plot, but it drags on. It's part of that pacing issue that I was talking about before. And that kind of just, you know, is is one of the driving factors of the film, which obviously the plot is 
is good, but it was just one of those things where I thought the pacing was just a little bit off. But basically, they are going to go and try and find and recover this giant fortune amassed um, that was lost, sorry, uh, hundreds of years ago. Uh, and obviously, there's someone else sort of trying to get there. And there's like several people trying to get to this same treasure, which, of course, you know, out of hundreds of years had to happen in the exact same day, which, you know, is unbelievable, but we'll allow it. So the kind of plot goes from there. These two have to go on an adventure, basically, to find the clues, to get to the treasure, to find the treasure, and then save the treasure. And I'm not going to give too much away about the ending, but let me just tell you, the scene at the end, the action scene, was honestly, I was on the edge of my seat with the biggest smile on my face. It was ridiculous. It was insane. I couldn't believe, just honestly. So, like, even my dad at the scene of the action bit at the end, he was just, like, laughing out loud. But he has this weird, like, this not weird laugh, but it's, like, a funny laugh when something has just a lot of action in it and he kind of like laughs like it's unbelievable and I don't want to kind of do it but it's like <laughs> like it's because he just thinks something is so unbelievable it's the same laugh that he does when you know Dominic Toretto jumps his car off a mountain in um, Fast and Furious it's like that kind of like ridiculous laugh and it's just so great but that was happening a lot at the end in that last action scene and it does involve some pirate ships I'll tell you that much but you can see that in a trailer so I'm not super for spoiling anything there but I just have I had a lot of fun with this movie and I don't know if you can tell in my voice but you know I'm very passionate about this movie I think it was really fun it's getting absolutely panned by the critics though and look to be honest I'm really not surprised it's not everyone's cup of tea as I said I've got some opinions on just the way that the whole film was put together but overall I really loved it um would I go and see it again if one of my friends said to me hey can we go see it I would say yes but I'm not going to ask anyone, can I go see this movie again? Or do you want to come with me to see this movie again? So normally, that's actually, maybe I should work that into this podcast because normally I can see a movie time and time again, especially Marvel. I will go to see a Marvel movie a hundred times in a row, except for Eternals. We'll talk about that maybe one day. Um, but yeah, so I don't think I would go by myself to see this again. Would I watch it at home? Yes, I absolutely would. I'd probably skip to about 45 minutes in though. As I said, the star is just... It drags. Um, so, yeah, good good points to know. But I'm happy with what I've sort of said and my thoughts and feelings overall. If I was going to say, do you want to go and see this? I would say, yes, it's fun. Go and see it. Make your own mind up. You might think it's trash, but you might really enjoy it. All right. So, let's jump straight on in for the breakdown of the score. Time to rate that film. Cool. So, as you know, we rate off storyline, music, acting, effects, and editing here at Reviews by Jay. So, let's jump straight into the storyline, shall we? For the storyline, I have to say I quite enjoyed it. I I have no idea if this is based on, like, one of the games or, like, one level in a game. I really don't understand um, much about gaming, I must say. The only real games that I play is, like, Spider-Man and even Ratchet and Clank sometimes. But mostly Spider-Man, Jurassic World, Evolution. <laughs> Those are the type of games that I play. I don't even know what type of game this is, but if it's a shooting game, it's probably not for me. Um, Because I am terrible at shooting games. I cannot hit anyone with a gun. I just can't do it. It doesn't flow, you know, freely through my veins like it does for some other people. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, So, I don't know if it's based on a game, but overall, the storyline of the movie was really fun. Um, I really have to say that I think the, as I sort of said earlier, the pacing is really weird. It's really just not right. I I can't even explain it any better than that. But for storyline, let's actually go, I'm going to go with a solid six, because as I said, there were some flaws to this movie, but I think overall it was fun and, you know, the puzzle sort of 
the puzzle, putting that puzzle together, the treasure map and all of that, that was really interesting. And there was one scene particularly, I think it was Spain, when they went, I don't kill me if it's not, I can't remember. <laughs> I was too excited. Um, but if, if it was filmed in Spain, that little bit there, that was really fun when they were trying to like, you know, work out where the next part of the, the map was or whatever it was. So it was, that was a lot of fun. Cool. Moving on the music. Let's talk about that for a second. The music was very forgettable. I'm just going to call it right now. I don't remember. I actually quite genuinely do not remember the music at all. Um, which is really sad for me. Cause as you guys know, from listening to these podcasts, I'm obsessed with music. Like it's just such a big part of a movie to me. I think this particular soundtrack was good. Do I think I could remember? I couldn't even tell you what the theme sounded like, the themes of the melody or any of that I, can't, I could not tell you and I don't even remember if they used like actual music like songs in the film or if it was just orchestra I can't tell you that and for me that's a bit of a letdown in all honesty I think for me the music is such a big part and just as an example when um, yesterday I think it was it was announced that uh, for the new Disney Plus Obi-Wan Kenobi show John Williams who originated the the Star Wars, like, theme, uh, is coming back to score it. And I got so pumped because he is incredible. He is a genius. He is everything to me. And I I know I've talked about John Williams before, but he's my probably my favourite uh, composer for these things. And, you know, I, I could tell you everything that he'd sort of scored. Not everything, but I can tell you a lot of what he's scored. And when even when I'm watching movies that I don't know who scored it, I can tell... You know, this movie was John Williams, for example. Now, there's the headline, Uncharted Movie Soundtrack Released for this rousing score. And I'm like, I actually don't remember the score at all. So, I'm actually going to give it a five because I do sort of remember there being music. Or do you think that's too high? Yeah, let's give it a four because I don't remember it. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's really harsh. It's the lowest I've given for music, I believe, so far. But yeah, I'm giving it a four because I don't remember it. It was forgettable to me. And I'm so, so, so sorry. I wanted something more from that score. And it could maybe just be that it was a bit too low in volume or or whatever it was. But yeah, we're going with four. Let's talk about the acting. Alrighty. So the acting was really good. Actually, Mark Wahlberg for me normally in like... Like, for example, if you look at him in Transformers, I mean, it's not the best movie by any means. It's probably pretty terrible. But he was very believable in that role. I I can definitely see him being, you know, who he was in that role. Now, in this one, he was playing Victor Sullivan. So unlikable for me. Just, again, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And to be honest, he was one of the ones that I had trouble understanding, especially early on in the movie. So I don't think it was that good, I've got to say. The other one, and I'm really so sorry to do this, but Sophia Ali, who was playing Chloe, I just didn't, I didn't feel that. I didn't really get that sort of character. And I think, you know, when you're doing something like that, you really need to give it your all. And I'm so sure that you did. Um, But I just, I don't even know. I don't want to sound mean because you're an incredible actress. You did some really incredible things. You've been in a lot, for example, as well. I know you've been in Grey's Anatomy. Like, I love Grey's Anatomy. Look, fun role. I think the character was fun. I think you portrayed it really well. Um, Maybe not... I don't know. I think it make, it could have been the writing in all honesty. Like it quite genuinely could have been the writing and the direction. I'm not blaming you as a person. I would never do that. I love acting. Am I good at it? No, <laughs> I think I think the answer is no. I've been an extra in a couple of things here. I was in a commercial for one stupid chocolate thing. And here we are. So clearly that didn't amount to much. So <laughs> you're doing much better than I am. Um, but look, 
The acting overall, I have to sort of say probably a five I'm going to give it. I think that's maybe generous in a lot of cases here. Now, I think the other weird thing was you had Antonio Banderas in this movie, but like, where was he though? Where was he? I, I just, you've got someone as well known and as incredible as him and he was barely in the movie. Like he was there, but... I would have used him a little bit more like and also maybe made him a little more menacing because, you know, he was for lack of the for lack of a better word, let's call him the movie's villain. Right. He wasn't scary to me like he, I wasn't threatened by him. I would have really amped that up and really made him threatening because I think that what happens at the end of the movie would have been that much better had you made him even bigger, even scarier, you know, even just I, more boisterous, just overall a bigger sort of character in this movie. So anyway, let's move on. Effects. Oh God, this movie is full of effects, visual and otherwise. And I loved every single one of them. I thought there was maybe one scene, which was when Tati Gabriel's character and Antonio Banderas' character arrived at an airport. I think they were arriving in the Philippines from like, I can't, I can't remember, but basically the plane landed. And it was just terrible green screen. It was like the background was it, like, I don't even know. It was not good. Um, it was it was really, really bad, actually. It was like a child's sort of student film. Um, not that student films are bad, actually. Technically, they're, they're probably better than that scene there. But, you know, there was a lot of things happening at that point. So it was really quick. It was really kind of, you know, done sort of set and forget type of thing. But that was a really big letdown. But that was probably the only really big letdown. The scenes, the rest of them were just incredible. There was a lot of physical effects where they sort of really did stuff. And there were a lot of stunts happening. And I really enjoyed all of that. And then, of course, the final action scene and the plane scene, they were really good. They were really redeeming. So for effects, I'm going to give it a solid seven. It lost the points, though. It would have been a nine um, if it had not been for that airport scene because it was really, really poor. Editing. Okay, so let's just break down what I was talking about earlier in this podcast about the the just the timing of this movie. It was really bad. I have to say, it was the pacing was weird. The pacing was so weird. It didn't. It still even now, just thinking about it, it doesn't sit right. Like trying to explain to someone, like someone actually, one of my friends messaged me going, "Hey, like, what do you think? Should I go and see it?" And I said, "Absolutely. The action's incredible. There are some serious slow points in this movie, though." And that was my warning to her, like, just be prepared for those slow bits. Hence why I loved going to Lux, because during those slow bits, I was able to sort of focus on my food and my drink. So, look, I think overall, the editing was good. The pacing was really off. So, for that, I'm actually going to give it a four, because I really just wasn't a fan of sort of the way the whole thing had been put together. I think it it just would have been, you know, a little bit better done by removing a couple of the scenes. And I'm sure there was some stuff left on the floor in the editing room that maybe could have been put back in any sort of action scenes or quicker scenes. Some of the scenes, especially early on, tried to, they just dragged out for a bit too long in this reviewer's opinion. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So I think it's time to talk about the final score. Time for the final score. Ooh, okay. For those of you who have done quick maths along with me, I am going to... (laughs) probably make a lot of people upset with this, but my final score for this movie is 2.6. 
out of five, which is officially my lowest score so far. So 2.6 out of five is, is an interesting score. And let's just talk about that for a second, because when I say 2.6 out of five, for me, I do not mean don't go and see this. That is not what that means. And my scores, unlike some of those really, really harsh critics out there, I have seen them around, like the ones for Death on the Nile. Guys, calm the heck down. That was a lot of fun. That movie was honestly so much fun. And I haven't reviewed it yet. I don't know if I will, but I've seen it. And I would highly recommend that you go and see it because I had a lot of fun with that movie. It's the same sort of thing here. I'm not saying don't go and see this movie. I'm not saying it's a waste of your time. I am saying this movie was fun. So that's pretty much it for this episode. If you've got any questions, head on over to my Instagram and let me know. If I don't speak to you until then, I will see you next week. Every Monday we release new episodes and every, you know, every other week we do some bonus episodes and some bonus content. So let me know what you guys want to hear. It is all from me for this episode and I will speak to you guys very soon. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to Reviews by Jay. I'm pop culture enthusiast Jay Antonio. Find me weekly on Spotify every Monday by searching Reviews by Jay for the latest in film, television, and musical theatre reviews. Check out my Instagram at Reviews by Jay. I am absolutely happy to take requests for movies and let me know what you guys want to see and hear. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week and I will see you on Monday.